so I'm pressing go live now. Um, and then we can just do our pre-show fiddle faddle and then at half past we'll do the, you know, hey, welcome to the show, blah, blah, blah. So let me, how do I share this? How do I share it? Oh, there's a share button. There's a share button. If you're here live, so if you're here, I'm just going to, I was going to type it like people can't hear us. If you're here live, type something in the chat on YouTube. <laughs> the delay is really shocking. And so I don't know, like it'll pop up when it pops up and I will come in and check the feed um, periodically so that I can try and, you know, stay, you know, get your questions and stuff like that. So. But I've got windows. Hey, Dawn's here. Hi, sweetheart. I'm so glad you made it. So you you found the feed. So that is very cool. Hopefully the sound and the video is actually synced up because what I'm looking at is like, feels like it's like five minutes delayed. I have no, so if it would be really helpful, actually, Dawn, if you could type in there um, and let us know if what you're seeing on the screen and what you're hearing is synced up, that would be really, really very helpful to me. <laughs> Yay, I did it! I'm a champion, I can hear you. She can yep. hear you now. Woohoo! Oh, good. Good job. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. You're the, the tech wizard. I am the tech queen. <laughs> Holy fuck, that's a surprise. Tech witch. <laughs> the tech witch. Um, <laughs> I am going to... Bring up uh, our spreadsheet. Oh, I wonder if I can do this without breaking everything. Do you think I can? <gasps> I would hope so. It's just an okay. Okay, everyone, I can't stop clicking. I need to get another browser window open. So, everyone, can you just like do your little particular brand of magic and breathe? Breathe. Okay. Here goes. If we disappear and it all breaks, I'm really sorry. Ready? One, two. Oh, and we'll be back. Uh, am I still here? Are we still there? Is everything still good? Alicia, are you still there? I'm here. Oh, I'm yeah. Here, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, I can feel my cheeks going hot. All right. Yes, 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 yes. Good. Got it. We're good. Whew. Okay. So what, I've, what I'm doing is bringing up our run sheet so that I've got something to see so I know where we're going and we have our map. So, yep. and we have our little pause. This is where I pause so that I know where to edit. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Belgariad and Beyond. This is the podcast where we're reading the Belgariad and Beyond series of books. And we are, dun da 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 Wrapping up season one. My name is Sandra Turnbull. I am from the Goddess Kindled Universe and I'm here with the gorgeous and beautiful Alicia Seymour. Hi, Alicia. Hey, guys. It's exciting to be here. You know, those of you who are here with us right now and recording this episode to wrap up the first book. I'm ready to go into the second one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've finished a whole book, 21 um, episodes covering all of the chapters of Pawn of Prophecy. And um, it's been fantastic. It's been absolutely, it's been so much more fun than I thought it would be. I don't know. What about you, Lisa? Yeah, I mean, I had no idea really what to expect from this book other than that I know you you knew what my taste was and you suggested that I probably love this series so I had high hopes going in and you know I really enjoyed the first book it felt uh very much at Lord like Lord of the Rings at times and other hints from like childhood stories I read would come up throughout so yeah I really really enjoyed it and I'm super excited now to get into like the meat of the story to see what's what's coming with like the magic and all of that stuff yeah because the next book were like we were sort of left at the end of the last book hanging so um yeah 
It introduced, just um, started introducing us to like the, um, oh, where are we? Oh, I'm really sorry, guys. I've got so many freaking windows open on my computer. I swear to God, I think the whole thing is live will just explode in my face any second now. (laughs) Shit. Okay. Breath, close some of the windows, open your spreadsheet. Okay. All right. So we are going to go straight into hey sammy's watching with us sammy d hi sweetheart i don't i didn't realize you were a, one of our podcast listeners welcome to the show um sammy. yeah that's fantastic so anyway any if you have any questions pop them in the chat i've got my eye on that i've got my other eye on the spreadsheet and right now we're going to go into polgara's cup polgara's cup you want to go first? I Well, I kind of started mine before our official introduction, but I'll just start over. It, you I'll, know, try and pay I attention. I'll try and pay attention now. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. you got a lot going on over there. So. I'm freaking out. <laughs> um, but my cup is a calming turmeric tea with a spice of ginger. The calming is because I still feel it's like really at peace with everything. It's, it's amazing. And... I've been writing like pretty regularly towards my next. I mean, the draft's already done. I'm just going back in. I have to add a lot because I need to add about like 30,000 words to it. So I've been doing that. But just like seeing it come together is so exciting, as you know. Oh, yeah. Um, it's so exciting. <laughs> and Sammy D's so, a right. Sammy D is an author as well. So she'll totally appreciate really, the whole, you know. Yeah. She understands too. Yeah. So. I've been having a lot of fun with that. And then um, the last time, I remember the last time we recorded, I think I still didn't really know what was going on with my health. Like I was having those headaches and dizziness. Finally found out uh, it was low iron and low vitamin D. So, so I started taking supplements and it's been a few weeks now that I've been on them. And I got to say, like, I feel completely amazing look at you but I mean I'm sitting here looking at you and you're all kind of sparkly this is this is like different Alicia yeah my energy is like back and I've even started this is my third week of starting like daily workouts like to get help with my energy too but also I really want to kind of just get back into the shape I was before I had kids um so I've been feeling really really good doing that too uh, what kind of shape were you in before you had kids? Because dang, woman. <laughs> um, I think it's more like I, I don't think I don't feel like I'm overweight or anything. I just feel like I have no muscle hmm. at all. And I, I just want to have muscle. I want to be able like a, I want to know if I had to defend myself, I could do it. <laughs> so it's a strength thing. <laughs> And you know what, yeah. you know, what I find really interesting about this is as you're getting the strength back in your um, emotional and mental states, because that's been a real problem for you with all of the headaches you've had, as you're starting to get stronger here, the flow on of that is you want to, is it sort of asking to be brought out into your physical level as well. So I think mm-hmm. that's really interesting the way that the order that that's yeah. happened in. Yeah, yeah, I know. I felt it too as it was happening. I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting because um, what I do is a lot of people know about the beach body videos. I don't know if you you hear about them over there. God, I know. Did, it, it, should I? No, no, no. <laughs> I have a beach body. It's my body. Well, that's the that's the brand that they they titled it. But the specific, and they have tons and tons of videos. The ones I do is called. T25. So it's funny because this is so jockey kind of stuff, which is not me, but. Oh my God. I'm like, this is not, this is a whole other side of you. I had no idea about. Yeah. Well, I like it because it's 25 minutes a day and you're done. Yeah. And it kicks your butt in those 25 minutes though. So I can literally just do that. And I still have plenty of time to write. Yeah. I can go on walks later in the day. I can do yoga later. But you know, I really like it. The really exciting part of this is that you have the energy and the desire to even think about doing a 25 heart full on workout for your beautiful self. That is exciting. 
Yeah. I've been really excited. Yeah. Um, <sighs> and like the last little spice of all of this is that, like I mentioned a little bit earlier on this is my, my older daughter. She's, she can be challenging, mm-hmm. but the thing is summer is coming in less than just, just over two weeks. Summer's mm-hmm. here and they're here all day. So <laughs> you sound, you sound just thrilled about that. <laughs> I'm trying to take some deep breaths and do some planning to figure out how I'm going to get through three months of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with two little ones here, uh, my parents can help me. Like, they'll take them sometimes. Yeah. Especially while we're doing our recordings, they'll have the girls with them. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I need a plan. Like, I need to get them trained <laughs> to. <laughs> Good like, luck with that. <laughs> two hours. Two hours every morning. You do not come in here. Mm-hmm. I will give you breakfast. Mm-hmm. I will do whatever else you need. And then I'm coming in here to write for two hours uninterrupted. Like I need to figure out a way to get them on board. You with know that. what? I have a suggestion. Go ahead. I'll get them it. to write their own books. Mm. Include Alexis. them. Yeah. Alexis has written uh, three or four books already. Oh my Lord. That's so cool. Yeah. She's the older one so, or the younger one? She's the younger one? She's the older one. The, oh, well, that's cool. So she's yeah. a bit like you, and that's why she rubs you up the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, though, she is a lot of me, except I'm an, I just figure this out. So I'm, like, super excited about it because it opened my eyes. But I'm an introvert, right? Mm. And I never really thought about what she was, but after I have this children's book about spirited children and stuff I've been reading yeah everything about her personality she falls into an extrovert and I I would have never really thought about it I just would assume me and her dad are introverted so she's introverted but she's not are you going to use that book for prophecy later I wasn't going to (laughs) I actually have it on my phone and my phone's like away oh that's fine that's fine Okay. Yeah, so it's just it's just like yeah, she ha- is me, but mm-hmm. all of it's like bleh. Whereas with me, it was all like in here. Oh wow, that's so interesting. That this is going to be a very interesting relationship. I hope this podcast goes for years so I get all the details. Yeah, how she grows <laughs> into the t- teenager, I'm dreading that. But, yeah. Maybe I'll maybe she'll surprise me. Maybe she will. Yeah. Is it my turn? How about you? Yeah. How okay. You so my potion, and I realize that uh, there might be one or two people in the chat that have never listened to our podcast before. You should totally go back to episode one and listen to the whole thing because it's fantastic. This is the section of the show where we go into Polgara's cup. Polgara likes to make potions. She's a very, very, you know, with the healing things and the all of that stuff. And so we look into our cups. And this is where we catch up with each other about our weeks and we talk about what our potion is. So my potion is soothing chamomile tea with a lingering and slightly sharp aftertaste. (laughs) What is the sharp aftertaste? Um, Well, so do you drink chamomile tea at all? Mm -hmm. Okay, so do you ever get that at the back of your throat, like where it kind of just has an after like unpleasantness yeah a little bit <laughs> but mostly, but you know you drink it and it's nice and it tastes nice it smells nice although my girlfriend says it smells like pee or something she doesn't like it at all but I think it smells kind of nice which yeah. we won't we won't go into that no we'll just change the direction of these comments so I kind of like it but right. it does do this thing to the back of my throat and so like you were going to laugh your ass off because I'm getting back on track with all of my writing. Mm-hmm. Um, Sammy says she's growing chamomile and it's her favorite thing. I had a friend who had a chamomile lawn and we used to walk across it in bare feet and crush the flowers and get that scent. It's just gorgeous. Yes, I know that you don't like chamomile tea, Face Bing. Face Bing is a, I don't know if I'm allowed to say who it is. So I'll just wait and see if she gives me permission. Um, and so I'm getting back on track with all of my writing. And so that's the nice, smooth, you know, kind of everything's really, I feel really peaceful about it. The more I, um, 
allow myself to head in that direction, the calmer I feel, the more at peace, the, the happier, like just everything feels aligned and balanced. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I mean, you know, you remember all the messages that the universe has been shouting at me for like weeks and months to like, yeah. no, sweetheart, you need to not do that thing. You need to come back over here and do this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm finally listening. And um, I had a really extreme physical symptom that had appeared around the same time that I diverged from authoring or from my publishing work. And lo and behold, in the last two weeks, as soon as I made the decision that I was going to focus on publishing and writing, mm-hmm. the symptoms started to go away. And like these are serious serious symptoms you know the kind that make you want to rip parts of your body off because they itch so much Mm -hmm. and now it's practically gone that's that's how it is yeah (laughs) you're on the right path so I'm curious though this is because I know before it was kind of more like you shifted into doing like the coursework and stuff with the other people Mm -hmm. so is this still happening or did you decide Yeah, so um, Sammy, Sammy D is a gorgeous, she's a technical um, officer at DIPU, which is the place okay. where I am an instructor. And so mm-hmm. I, I need, it, it's a real struggle for me because I love all of the people that I work with and I want to support all of the people that I work with. But in doing that, I always leave myself out. And so I support mm-hmm. everybody else, but not me. Yeah. And it's it's like it's been the perfectly constructed classroom to teach me how to support me, how to apply all of the things that I gift to everyone around me to me and yeah. be okay with that. I can't even say that without blushing. So so I'm what I decided to do was um do a like a pre-recorded course. So I didn't always need to be alert and on time. And I've just come to the realization that I am not capable of doing two major projects at the same time and having them balance. I just, I'm not, I just don't have it in me. And so I need to make my major project, my publishing and my writing, because if I don't make that the first thing that I do and the main thing that I do, everything else gets done and that doesn't. And that's just the way that's just the way I work at the moment. Maybe it'll be different in the future, but at the moment I can't split myself like that. Yeah. And so rather than trying to force myself to be something that I'm not by saying, well, you know, you're capable of doing all of this stuff. You should be able to do all of this stuff. You know how to schedule. You are a brilliant project manager. You're great at supporting everyone else, you know, and I've been just so hard on myself. Like, why can't I do all of this stuff? I have the time, I have the capacity, I am an intelligent person, I'm a, I can manage the fuck out of pretty much anything. Why can't I manage this? And so it's it's been a real kind of falling away of all of this other stuff. And so that's the that's this the taste, the aftertaste. So I'm, while I'm gaining the peace of of knowing that I'm finally heading in the right directions and the physical symptoms are going away and I'm gaining all of this peace and clarity there's this aftertaste in the back of my throat where I'm still beating myself up in my head and and going through that process of, you know, being okay with supporting myself first, putting my own gas mask on and then helping, you know, supporting the other people around me if, in fact, I have it left in me to do that. Yeah. So that's my potion. That's important. Yeah. And I definitely feel you on that. I think I'm going to get into that on um, the Prophecy Speak stuff. Okay, cool. Because I definitely have my own going on. But, yeah, I think it's important for you. Yeah. So that's like I can feel my, like I'm just all hot and I'm still learning how to say that stuff out loud and be okay with it without, because, you know, the judge in my head, she's a bitch. Yeah, well, I think saying, saying it on here is a pretty big step for you. So. Well, this is, you know, you know, like this is our, this is the stuff that we talk about 
before I press record and after I press stop record. Like this is our private chat that you get to share in today. And you're so right, Sam, in, in this industry, in the helping professions, we need to be comfortable with saying no more often. And, uh, you know, this is the stuff that we coach other people through, that we help other people through, that I've sat with people in therapy sessions, helping them learn how to implement their boundaries, what their boundaries look like. Yeah. You know, and I'm really good at it. I'm just not really good at doing it for me. And so this is me practicing saying no. And this is, I'm still a bit awkward about the whole thing. Yeah, it will feel awkward for a little bit, but, but then yeah, but there'll you, be a moment where it's all of a sudden like, oh, I like this. Like, you are so right. All of that time you're going, you were so right. And I could see you sitting there saying, you know, maybe you should just say no. You know, you have to just go do it. Just do it. You know how to do it kindly. And you just sit it. I could see it on your face like, she's not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. You know, it's not, I mean, I have thoughts on it but it's it's gonna be what you need to go through yeah. I mean, that's what you had to go through such a personal journey yeah. isn't it okay this is a book podcast you may have thought it's a coaching podcast and it does tend to be a lot of like therapy in here this is our therapy session you're welcome but book one <laughs> porn of prophecy <laughs> we're going into yeah, Garion's view now. This is the section of the show where Alicia gets to play uh, the hero of our hero's journey, young Garion, because he is the protagonist and the main character. And the story comes from his point of view. So she generally summarizes the chapter, but today she's going to summarize the book. Yeah, I saw this and I was like, oh man, I have to summarize <laughs> the whole book. <laughs> That's challenging. Um, so I just decided to um, summarize like the big concepts of the book that jumped out to me, which is the fact that, you know, we get to see Gary and from the beginning, this little boy, and then through it grow into this teenage boy while all of this other stuff's going on. And he, like you said, we get to see it from his point of view. So we see we're discovering with him that there's a lot more to his world than what he really thought when he was in the beginning and playing in the stream or wherever they were at with his little friends, you know, who I'm still hoping we're going to see again at some point. <laughs> I don't, it was Dubrat and who are the other Runderig ones? and Darun. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming he'll see them again at some point. He'll probably make his way back to the farm or something, but um, so there's that aspect of it. And then he's also, while he's going on this adventure, figuring out who he really is, not on like a literal, just a literal level of like, yeah, he's really somebody, uh, probably a king of some sort that he doesn't know or something like that. But he's also just discovering like inside himself who he is, like what is right and wrong to him and what is, what feels good to him and what doesn't. And we see a lot of that with Aunt Pole, like uh, interactions with Aunt Pole when he feels really hurt by her several times throughout the book. And then also, you know, he's figuring out who she really is as well as Mr. Wolf. And while through all of this, they're like trying to get him away from something that's following or they're following something. And then it seems like stuff starts to follow them, you know, with Brill and I think it was Murgos, was it? At some point that there were, were some Murgos following them behind them yeah so it's just like this whole story of you know there's magic and and adventure but then there's also this kind of boy's story of just becoming you know what it's like to be a boy and growing up yeah yeah there's and, a lot of um stuff from know. the inside of Garion's head um through the story I like that it and as yeah. I really do like the way that it starts as him as a baby and we get to go through like his whole, his whole journey, his whole growing up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like for me that summarizes the book because mm -hmm. to try to get into anything else with all the other characters is so 
daunting in like one episode you know (laughs) it's okay (laughs) I threw this sheet at you this afternoon you've done brilliantly so basically yeah it's a really beautifully typical spread of archetypes in this um, series of books um Dawn's just asking a question she says there are a lot of characters in this series of books and we haven't even met many of who will become main characters yet does Alicia Mm -hmm. have a favorite so far and I'd be interested to know Sandra's favorite without spoilers. So <laughs> we can go as far as the end of book one. Um, yeah. So who's your favorite character so far? It's really tough, but I, I have to go with Silk because he is the only one throughout this whole series that made me laugh several times. At, at Like just out of nowhere, like he just, the line just came and I just started cracking up. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> And I like—I really like that kind of like dry humor. I think mm-hmm. um, so. He's jumped out at me a lot, and and his interactions with Gary and too. I think he kind of took on—I don't know—the father figure, but like a big brother figure. Maybe. Yeah, I love that Gar- relationship Gary they have. And, yeah, so the, I I really attached to that in Silk. So I think for this book, he's my favorite character so far. Okay, cool. Oh, this question. It's this is this is what makes our conversation. Uh, Dawn loves silk as well, mm-hmm. um, but this is what makes our conversation so great because you are new and you have a limited amount of knowledge in your head about the story, the characters, and I have like all of the stuff in my head. And so, let me see. For this book, I hope that. Okay, what? No, no, what, what? what were you I, gonna say? Say, I hope that I hope that Silk doesn't change my mind later. <laughs> well, that's okay. You can have a new favorite whenever you like. Yeah. Um, this book, my favorite character, is oh shit, I don't know who is it. I actually, you know what, my favorite character. This book is Meryl, because of what she brought to your attention, right? Because <laughs> yes, yes. Because I see a whole different kind of side to her because I see me differently. And she's shown me different parts of myself that I didn't realize were so prevalent or so yeah. kind of at the forefront of my thinking. Right. So, yeah. Oh, wow. That's an ex. Thank you for asking that question, Dawn, because that's a really interesting answer that I just gave. I did not expect to give that answer, but there we go. Yeah, I remember several moments with, with her and you making comments about that. Because mm. I would always kind of be like, oh, I don't like her, whatever. And and you always had, and it's a, I understood your, your point of view after you explained. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, but like seeing it from her point of view with Beric of being like, you know. The way I was she, just like, she, I, was, I got quite, quite shouty a few times when I was talking about that whole thing, didn't I? About lots of yeah. swearing and shouting. But, yeah, but it it makes sense. You know, both points of view make sense. Yeah. And so I think even that, like I wouldn't, if you hadn't brought it up, I would have never saw it from that point of view either at this point in my life. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. And I mean, you know, really... that's a very, that's an interesting comment too because there's like a decade between us, isn't there? And yeah. also, which also gives us different kind of life perspectives because you're still with young kids and my kids are grown and mm-hmm. you know so this whole this I just love oh, I love this show I love talking to you and getting into all of this stuff Dawn's asked yeah Dawn says that's a really interesting answer Sandra I remember hearing that episode and having the same reaction as you because I hadn't seen the situation like that either yeah so I mean I don't know who who listening, put a little note in. Let us know if you've actually read the books, the whole series, or whether you're reading it for the first time along with us. Yeah, um, that would be, I was going to ask. Yeah, that would be good to know. And so this is us just sort of closing out a fantastic, fantastic series. I mean, we can just, Alicia and I can just like talk and talk and talk, like for a really long time. 
If you have any other questions, yeah. please ask if you're curious. Yeah, this this is a good time for you guys to just chime in. What are your or even thoughts you've had? Yeah. As you've listened, or maybe this is a good time to tell us things you really like about the podcast. If there's any things maybe you're not so fond of. Yeah, you like know? if you really if so if we do something that like you kind of fast forward through every time or you just like uh, Oh yeah. We'd really like and to I, know about that. And I know this because I do that myself on certain podcasts. Where I'm like, oh, skip <laughs> yeah, those parts. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. But a lot of it is podcasts. Like I listen to a Game of Thrones podcast, and they're so big now that they have advertisements in the right in the middle of their discussion, and that just drives me crazy. I'm like, no, skip it. And you know, of course, I get why they have to yeah. do it. I mean, if one day we get famous. And everybody knows what Belgarian Beyond podcast is. Then, yeah. hopefully, we'll be able to start a Patreon, and we'll have a buttload of patrons who are happy to give us right. a buck a month to not have ads in the show. Yeah. So well, that's the thing is there are other podcasts I love who have millions and millions of followers, and they have zero ads. Mm -hmm. I'm like. You know, you guys could do it without ads if you really wanted to. <gasps> Sam, well, Sammy D agrees because she could listen to us for ages, she says. Oh, thank you. So, yes, tell your friends so we can get a yeah. buttload of followers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I learned today that that's an actual measurement, buttload. That's going to be a random <laughs> fact for the show notes. Ah, oh, shit, I forgot to press record for the audio. Bugger. Oh, that's oh, going to be a pain in my ass to edit. Shit. All right. Anyway. See, oh, that's the kind of thing that I edit out of the episodes. You wouldn't have heard that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, oh, but a butt is a, like a, a measurement of alcohol, a barrel or something. It's true. Don't look at me like that. I've never heard that before. I'm writing it down. That's my note. But is it just is it just like a European thing or? Well, it's medieval, so uh, I don't know. So probably. Probably. Uh, America, America drops all that cool stuff. You know? Yes, you do. I think that's too cool for all that. <laughs> okay, um, so so you know, we we started with Gary and as a baby. They left the farm, they went on their adventure, they met the gang, you know, the close-knit crew. We've got the, the mentor, and the, uh, the mentor is Bel Bel Mr. Wolf, Belgarath, mm -hmm. who is, we discover at the end of the book, also Garion's grandfather, who is a sorcerer who is thousands and thousands and thousands of years old, and whose master is the god Aldur. So that's Garion's granddad. So that gives you a bit of an idea of how amazing this world is. So again, haven't read the books? Go read the books. And Polgara is the mother figure. And she's a really interesting mother figure. Polgara is Garion's aunt, Belgarath's daughter. She is also a sorceress who is thousands of years old. Mm -hmm. And... I really like the mother that she is because she shows both. She says she says she says shows a number. Oh, Pooh's birthday cake is large. <laughs> You're hilarious, Sammy. <laughs> but she shows she shows several different faces of the mother. So the you know the kind, at peace, the powerful. You know she's even got a bit of Baba Yaga in there. The fierce kind of push you out of the nest and see if you fly or drop to your drop to your death. She's got all of those facets and I so I think she's a really interesting mother character for the story. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Alicia? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I I there's a lot of times in the book that she kind of was just getting on my nerves. But... <laughs> yes, she was. <laughs> <laughs> but overall like I, I appreciate her as a character because like I think I brought this up before, but like myself as a mother, I can feel like I'm being a lot like that, like super kind of just stern or 
you know, like they fall down and scrape their knee and they're crying. I'm just like, oh, you're fine. Get up, you know. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really coddle. Yeah. And I, it, it kind of just made me feel like a little sigh of relief to be, see this in, in a character, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, when we um, see ourselves, that's why diversity in writing is so crucial. Because when we yeah. see ourselves in the pages that we read and in the shows that we watch, Mm-hmm. we feel okay like we feel like oh we're normal yeah we're included yeah. like that that feeling of being included is such a powerful healer mm-hmm. right right and it, it's um something that she really um helped me uh, i think she even helped me a little bit be able to kind of voice some of my frustrations but in a, like a loving way, it's where I could actually. You know what? I totally remember the times when that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even like with my cousin, yeah, I voiced with my cousin a little bit, yeah. And she, if it turns out her daughter, who is three now, exactly like Alexis, uh-huh. just six years earlier, uh-huh. and so now she's going through what I went through with Alexis when she was three. So now you get to so be the I... mentor. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> or at least a sounding like, board. I'm kind of like, like, good luck because it's not going to get easier. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it just helps now that, that Aunt Paul kind of gave me that mm. confidence enough to be like, hey, I can reach out and try to get help for this. Yeah. Um, because it's, I think it's our personalities why I feel so stern with her because we have that clash. Yeah. Whereas with my little one, I do find myself being a little bit more... The soft mother. Like how, yeah, yeah. Because Natalie, she's just like the, she's also a lot of me. This like this laid back, like go with the flow kind of. Yeah. Yeah, life's good. Yeah. I'm just gonna sit here and color and <laughs> dance around my room, you know. Oh. So. Um, that's a gorgeous. I appreciate. Yeah, she's she's. I always call her my little monkey because <laughs> she loves it. She'll love it. Like Alexis, and that's the thing. Alexis never attached to that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I always kind of felt like, why? I want to call you my monkey and you don't care. Yeah. But <laughs> so, you have, you know, it's, that's the whole thing. We have these these yeah. different, different experiences. and Yeah, she was that, though. She was that to see yeah. the yeah. different sides. And I, I think that the way he wrote her, yeah. uh, David Eddings wrote her, was really, it's a really good, especially for from a man's perspective to write. Well, he must have had that growing up in his life I read somewhere once that he said about writing this series to use every trope that like every in your face like fantasy trope that there was and put it all into a story and he's done it very well because it all and I mean that's the whole reason that we have tropes it's the whole reason that archetypes are so powerful in moving us through parts of our lives that's why we identify so strongly with these kinds of stories is because there are these really powerful things like the mother and the mentor and the hero and everyone has their place in the tapestry and we understand that on this instinctive level because as humans we're just storytellers telling each other stories and telling ourselves stories and so this is how we understand the world around us Mm -hmm. I mean yeah I just love this shit is taking me back to the final episode in Game of Thrones. Don't I have? I don't even. <laughs> I I did I see. A, I did see a I lot because I I am definitely not going to watch the show. I'm definitely going to read the books because that sounded like a shitstorm. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of people were complaining and stuff. I really enjoyed it. I was super happy with it. But there's just a little piece in the the last episode where one of the best characters, Tyrion gives a throw out to stories and the way it's done like I feel myself getting chills right now just because I remember I love are you spoiling this for someone who might not have seen it no okay it's just that he brings up a reference to storytelling and it gave me chills chills because I know I don't know George R. R. Martin but I I followed him enough to know his passion for story and I know that they ended the, the TV series, much like the books, are going to end. And so I can just feel that that Tyrion 
script was actually probably word for word from what George wrote. Do you reckon? And okay, cool. And it's just, yeah, it's just stories. Yeah, it's, mm. it's well, I, I don't know any about that, but there is always some point in most of our episodes where there's a Lord of the Rings reference and a Game of Thrones reference that yep. I tease Alicia about throwing in there. So that's our moment. But well, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I mean, the but, series just ended, so I'm still like... Are you in shock? No, I'm just... I like I, I have to read the books now because I don't know what else to do. You're sad. There's no more. There's no more of that world. Aww. Until he releases the, the next two books, which he still hasn't done. Okay. So. Well, it'll be fine. I'm sure. I'm sure he won't die before he writes them. I'm sure. I'm sure that would never happen. Well, the the next one has to be ready. I mean, it has to be ready. They're just holding it. I don't know why. Well. I'm just saying, I'm not starting it till he lives long enough to finish it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So Dawn, speaking of saying, Dawn says David Eddings confirmed in later life that he had co-written with his wife, Lee Eddings, who was credited on some of their later works, which could help explain the female characters. Yes, that's absolutely true. Lee had a lot to do with the female characters. And um, the books, um, Belgareth, the Sorcerer, and Polgara the Sorceress actually come after the next series. So there's the Bel- Bel- there's the Belgariad series of books, five mm-hmm. books, and then there's the Malarian, which is another series of five books with the same characters. And then after that, in the same world, with you know the same characters, there's a, there's a story of Belgarath's history and Polgara's history. And so she is credited on those um, books. And I think there's one, like there's a there's like a world building book as well, which I can't remember the name of. Um, but Dawn says she's, started, yeah. she's just started reading Song of Ice and Fire. <laughs> it's a really good series. Like, you know, those books are, are serious books, hmm. like a thousand pages each. Hmm. But. And the themes are much more serious. Like the the Belga- this series that we're reading, it's very romantic. It's soft. It's easy <laughs> to read. Like they like in future books. There's like the the requisite battle scenes and the Reven Codex. Thank you, Dawn. That's exactly what that book's called that I couldn't remember. Um, you know, there's the battle scenes and that sort of stuff. But it's it's what I would call a romantic telling of a fantasy fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's without all of that harshness, even though it gets dark yeah. in some parts and it really makes you think it's an enjoyable read. It doesn't really um, confront to such a degree that it would make someone um, <coughs> stop reading. Although in saying that, my sister stopped reading in, in book two. Um, <laughs> or she only read the first two books and I can't tell you why yet because spoilers but she has mm-hmm. such a problem with one of the characters <laughs> that she stopped reading because she just could not bear another bit of this character she had to stop so i'll tell you who that is after we meet the character <laughs> okay hopefully that doesn't happen to me oh well it can't because we have a show so suck it up i know i know i know so has has anybody else um, left any comments or questions? Though we just want to make sure we don't miss anybody. So uh, Dawn says, uh, "Agree. I've never been able to get through LT. What's LT? LT? You have to let us know. I don't know what LT is. I'm feeling stupid. <laughs> I don't either. Lord of the Rings, because ah, because some of the battle scenes just go on forever. You know what really helped me? I tried to read Lord of the Rings." several times when I was a teenager and it was too, there's too much detail. And -hmm. then when the movies came out, I watched the movies. And then after that, I read the books again as an adult and I loved them. So I I didn't even read them until I was an adult. Yeah. So I I like, so yep, there is that. All right. So we're getting a bit on and we're starting to ramble. So let's get back on track. So, so is there any other big moments from the book that we want to bring up before we move on to the next book? Is there 
anything worth like you know well i think we hit all the we hit all the points Garion, we've let the book ends just as Garion is fully confronting the fact that magic is real. Mm-hmm. It can't be mistaken. It is a thing. And uh, Mr. Wolf is answering his questions about how it works. And now he's starting to wonder. No, you're not monopolizing the chat at all, Dawn. That's exactly why we're here, so that you can chat, 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 and ask all your questions. Please go for yeah. it. My darling, you have been with us all the way through. You get to ask as many questions as you bloody like. <laughs> um, so, what was I saying? So, yeah, we're left with him realising that magic is a thing and maybe he could do it. He's wandering in that direction. Yeah. And then the little teaser at the end of the book, you know, says that, it gets a bit dangerous for him and he starts to learn more about the, his, his own powers. So that's where we're heading. We know we're heading there and that's why it's exciting. And I really am looking forward to exploring the way magic works in this world. It's called The Will and the Word, this brand of magic that Belgareth and Polgara use. And it is exactly that, the will and the word. And it's so real for me because for any ritual that I do, for any magical work that I do, altar is back here, there's, you know, there is the will, there is an intention and then there is a release, some kind of thing that puts the energy out into the universe, whether it's a thought, whether it's an act or a combination of everything. And so I love that this so this kind and maybe that's why this is one of my this is probably my favorite fantasy series because it's just got that element of reality to me. You know, like there's not the monster the, well yet. You know, but where Lord of the Rings is quite dark and quite obviously you know, the magic is so oh. mysterious. There's, there's no, we don't understand how the magic works. It just works. I really like knowing how the magic works. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to having those conversations with you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, The will and the word really caught my attention for the same exact reason. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm okay. looking forward to getting deeper into that. So I think we'll skip magic and real life relating because... Our show, we can do that. Well, we kind of we did a lot of it. I think we did. I think we did. So now comes Prophecies Speaks. what happens when we do it live I do a lot of editing around prophecy speaks when I cut (laughs) the episodes together I cut out a lot of Uh, sighs and books banging on the desk and pages flapping and silences as we you know kind of absorb um what the words mm -hmm. are saying so yeah I realized in my for my own podcast when I'm editing it I say um like every (laughs) five words yes i know and exactly so, the waveform that says um for both of us we have a different waveform and i can just recognize it and go click delete i know isn't it funny i was i was realizing that yesterday i'm like that that's an um <laughs> yeah. so i apologize when i'm live i probably say that all the time oh that's I don't okay even realize it yeah this is just us this is just us chatting so and literally this is literally what it looks like when we record every episode this is just us having a yeah. chat about stuff we really like to talk about. Yep. Okay, so this week I'm using Women Who Run With The Wolves by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. I love this book. It's deep. It's magical. It's powerful. It's a bit wild woman. A bit like me. So... I've been doing so much self-inquiry. I'm self-inquired out. I don't know what question to ask. Yeah. Okay. 
I am going to have the have the sort of state of mind for how to best support this show and our listeners going forward into the next season. That's a good one. I like it. The doll is the symbol is the symbolic homunculi, little life. It is the symbol of what lies buried in humans that is numinous. It is a small and glowing facsimile of the original self. Superficially, it is just a doll, but inversely, it represents a little piece of soul that carries all the knowledge of the larger soul self. In the doll is the voice, in diminutive of old Lakisabe. Lakisabe? I don't speak Spanish, sorry dudes. The one who knows. The doll is related to the symbols of leprechaun, elf, pixie, fairy and dwarf. In fairy tales, these represent a deep throb of wisdom within the culture of the psyche. They are those creatures which go on with the canny and interior work, who are tireless. The psyche works even when we sleep, most especially when we sleep even when we are not fully conscious of what we are enacting. So, I love that. I love that. Yeah. So I'm going to insert podcast in place of doll mm -hmm. because I think that our conversation and the whole premise of this show carries all of that stuff, all of that deep instinctive wisdom and magic and pulls it out of these stories that we love and we literally have a conversation about how it applies and how it carries through and how it shows up and bubbles up through all of the parts of our life so yeah I just so, I don't... So moving forward like I think it's basically kind of like you're on the right track. Just keep going deeper with it. I think so. I think this is just like, yeah, universe giving us the solidarity but, symbol. Yeah. <laughs> we can also, you know, get, ask those who are with us what they feel about all of that. Absolutely. So from what I've just read, is there something that pops up for you? Um, that relating to my intention of supporting the podcast and as we're going forward, what did that little piece of prophecy mean to you? Yeah. Yeah. So while we wait for anybody who wants to answer, I'll, I'll go into mine. Um, I'm the same way. Like I feel like I'm kind of done so much self inquiry over the last few months. It's kind of like, okay, I feel like I'm kind of good now. But um, I'm using the alchemist. I don't know if you can. Mm -hmm. It's one version. I'm sure there's many. But the only thing that I could come up with really was, and this is what I was talking to you about at the beginning of the show, the back and forth I've been on uh, is this, I brought up the, the story workshop that I was thinking of doing with children. Yes. And I've even kind of started reaching out to others about it. Um, but I still keep going like back and forth because of like what exactly like what you were saying, where if I don't make writing my focus, it's going to get put on the back burner. Just like when I was starting to, or trying to do a coaching business, I wasn't writing at all. And I don't want the same thing to happen. I feel like maybe later on down the road, once I have my writing career established, then that's maybe the time to do it rather than trying to start two at once. So I just, yeah, a little bit of guidance on that, I think, will be good. So let's see. Hold on. Flip. Okay. This page. I waited all afternoon and evening, he said. He appeared with the first stars of evening. I told him what I was seeking, and he asked me if I had ever transformed lead into gold. I told him that was what I had come here to learn. 
He told me I should try to do so. That's all he said. Go and try. The boy didn't say anything. The poor Englishman had traveled all this way only to be told that he should repeat what he had already done so many times. Hold on. Let me read that again. Mm -hmm. The poor Englishman had traveled all this way only to be told that he should repeat what he had already done so many times. <laughs> so then try, he said to the Englishman. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start now. As the Englishman left, Fatima arrived and filled her vessel with water. I came to tell you just one thing, the boy said. I want you to be my wife. I love you. Oh, I remember this part. Uh, so I'll stop there. But <laughs> I think this whole thing of like turning lead into gold and that the Englishman had traveled all this way only to be told that he should repeat what he had already done so many times. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm laughing at me as much as you. <laughs> it's okay. I feel like in my interpretation is that it's um, repeating what you've already done so many times is my, my writing and just stick with it. Stop trying to, to turn lead into gold, meaning like stop trying to, um, you already, like you already have the gold, like stop trying to go look other places for it. There you go. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. So, that's awesome. <laughs> Sammy says, it depends what's waking you up at night. If you wake up and all you can think about is writing, then you're a writer. Yep. With the coaching, price yourself such that your time away from writing is valued and fulfillment can be satisfied. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For for me, anyway, it's it's less the it's less about the money than about where my energy is going. So if I equate the value of my energy, that's the that's the thing that I feel like I'm spending and from what I've just experienced, my body and mental state tell me very clearly when I'm spending in, well, I don't say, I want to say wrong ways because everything is a teacher, but in ways that maybe aren't as, I don't know, how do I say this and not be harsh on myself? Oh, just the wrong ways that fuck my body up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but yeah but yeah absolutely right you know it's got to there, there has to be that value in whatever uh, in however you you know balance those scales the value of dragging yourself away from your number one passion exactly it there's there, there needs to be something that that balances that scale it's all about finding the balance i think mm -hmm. and um and getting to know how we work and being okay with how we work. It's been a really interesting journey through this book. Like Alicia and I get together every week and we really do dive deep. We talk about this story, but it is the framework for us to dive into so much more of ourselves than we knew mm -hmm we even needed to dive into it's you know this conversation is the vehicle that that for that self-inquiry and so um we really do go into um you know tender places and scary places and empowering places and vulnerable places you know every week we do we have this conversation and it's been an incredible shift for me like I have I am in a I am a in such a different place now than what I was when we started and that is in a large part to the support because of the support of this framework that you and I have created Alicia it's just amazing yeah I agree I was just um I think I 
the email I sent um, to my list about this live recording, and I mentioned that um, it's the same thing. Like, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now had we never started this. I'd probably still kind of be back spinning my wheels trying to start a business that I didn't really want, mm-hmm. you know. And so having our conversations and um, now that we have listeners joining us too that are kind of on the same wavelengths as us, I think is why we exactly why we wanted to start this, not only because we love fantasy, Mm. obviously, but um, because there was like a deeper calling for both of us, I think, that we weren't too sure what it was when we first started at all, but then it kind of fell together and now... I feel like that's the kind of community we're going to build as yeah. well with people yeah. who are also seeking that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that, I mean, I have no intention of stopping and I think that we'll just no. continue this amazing conversation. Oh, you're so right, Sammy. Sammy says also what, um, it, and also what time of day I write at the ass crack of dawn on Monday. Uh, it had to be at 3 a.m. Scheduling helps. Yeah. I was talking just yesterday to my girlfriend about mm-hmm. because sometimes she has broken sleep and she wakes up and she's like wide awake at silly hour in the morning and I said yeah, yeah 3 and 4 a.m that is the artists and authors you know magic time I said so if you wait if you're awake just get up like she she's um, a composer um, musician and composer so I said you know just go to your studio and you know grab that inspiration because there's just something magical about that time of day isn't there you know it's a something that just is extra specially thin you know there the thin places where all the magic happens and is more easily accessed yeah i have to say with two two young kids i'm never up at that time <laughs> yeah I'm but still sleeping <laughs> Yeah, of course you are. Because that's, that's the just only that's the only sensible. time I can sleep is like three in the morning because they wake up by six. But it's so diff- I get up at like five. Yeah, it's different. Once they grow up, yeah, it's different. Yeah. Yep. Sammy, oh wow, Sammy did four thousand words at five a.m. this morning. Just some wow. things just push you out of bed. Oh, well done, sweetheart. I haven't done four thousand words in a day for a long time. <laughs> Nice work. Yeah. yeah. I maxed out at about 1,500 right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know what? I am going to officially end the show. If anybody has any other questions, please ask them now on the on the feed. I want to thank you all for joining us. This has been so just so good I mean I know that we're just a little a tiny little community now but it it's beautiful it feels really lovely and I'm so glad that you joined us yeah I agree Mm. we appreciate you guys we appreciate your comments and yes listening every week to Mm -hmm. us babble and (laughs) so I haven't done the official schedule up for season two season two will be queen of sorcery and uh the first episode will drop in the first on the first wednesday of july june is our vacation time it's the end of the season and we're going to build up a little bank of episodes so that we can start getting them out to you in july and sam thanks i'm glad you loved it sweetheart and dawn says no questions but thank you both for creating this podcast you are so so welcome thank you for showing up every week and um, joining the chat on the facebook page and just loving us and we love you too and face being i don't have permission i haven't had permission to use the name do i have permission yet do i have permission yet (laughs) i know who you are she says you you guys are beautiful Oh, thank you. And Dawn says, Dawn says, it feels wonderful for me to find others who love these books like I do. Yeah, I know. It's like you find, you just find your people sometimes, don't you? And then the, everything feels like it's right. And mm-hmm. Dawn's looking forward to July. So am I. Whole new color scheme. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited um, to start reading the next book because I haven't mm-hmm. 
haven't yet. So. I do have permission. So, Face Bing, that you've been chatting to in the chat is my beautiful girlfriend, Hanukkah. Oh. <laughs> who is my sound Hanukkah? she's my sound engineer and she uh is the uh composer of all the theme music for mm. Belgarian and beyond it's all original it's all amazing it's all because of her so thank you very yeah. much Hanukkah it's such an awesome job I know thank you I haven't actually got to verbally thank you so I will now <laughs> thank you for doing that because it really turned out awesome every time I listen because I'll listen to clips of our episodes once she's edited them it's always like man that music I know right, right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh hashtag I don't know um does anybody have a hashtag for us for this episode let's Let's let somebody give us one. Give us a hashtag and we will use your hashtag. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Waiting. So while I'm waiting for the hashtag, <laughs> you can find out everything about our show at belgariadandbeyond.goddesskindle.com. All of the shows you can access there, the show notes, every all the clickable things, the format of the show. All of our social media places, you can find all the things there. And I will make sure that I edit the notes underneath this video so that you have all the clickable things that are not there at the moment because this is the first live we've done and damn. But I'll edit it and it will be there for you soon. And you can find us on Facebook. We like to hang out there and chat about stuff. And... Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That would be great. Give us five stars because you love us. And you can do that on every single episode. And I bet if you did that on every single episode, we might actually get on some sort of directory. Then people might actually find out who we are and they might love us too. And that would be cool. Yeah, that would be very cool. (laughs) (laughs) Any reviews are really appreciated, like I always say. Because mm-hmm. it really can make the difference between, you know, us finding the people who will really love this mm-hmm. and not. Yeah. So. We want people like you, all of you. Mm-hmm. So I still don't have a hashtag because so that's going to be our hashtag. Hashtag don't have a hashtag. That's the hashtag. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> <laughs> don't have live. a hashtag. Okay. Well, so we'll see you in July, my darlings. Thank you for joining us. Yep. And so this is the part of the show where I just leave it recording a little bit so I can get the stuff that we talk about after I finish the end of the show because that's just funny. And I'm just so worn out. I think I forgot to make dinner. I have to go and make something for dinner, some food before I fall over. You haven't eaten dinner, isn't it? Almost 10 or 9? It's not, it's, tw- it's 20 to 10 in the night. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Bye, Dawn. Sleeping. Bye, Dawn. Thanks Bye, for Hanukkah. Bye, Sammy. I'm going to finish the stream now, my darlings. See you around Bye, the socials.